Hey, podcast listeners, it's the voice you love to hear, or maybe you're getting tired of hearing. Uh, Maybe you haven't listened to any other podcast that I'm doing. Go back right now, look at Beyond the Track, several interviews that are uploaded right now for your listening pleasure. Need something to drive to work and listen to? Bam, Beyond the Track. Driving home? Bam, Beyond the Track. On a long bus ride to a track meet or back home? Hint, hint, hint. Bam. It's Beyond the Track podcast for you. Awesome interview today with Justin Wicker. This was uh, videoed live at the NCAA Championships in Oregon. Justin was with TCU at the time and is now at the U.S. Air Force Academy. Go Falcons. So I hope you enjoy this story. Let's kick it off with a 30-second commercial and then the interview. Welcome to Beyond the Tracks. That's how casual it is. I just drop stuff all over the place, man. Uh, I am excited. I told you uh, guys I wanted to do more interviews at track meets, and so we had some great interviews in Sacramento, and now we're in uh, beautiful soon-to-be not-historic Hayward Field. Uh, of course, we're doing the Starbucks interview, of course. I can't get enough of it. When you have a Starbucks card, you, you go to Starbucks a lot. It's a pretty uh, evil genius. Uh, I am uh, super excited to have Justin... Uh, you know, I actually pronounce your last name. Wickard. Wickard. Okay, all right. Uh, make sure I didn't say it wrong. Right. Why car? Uh, Justin Wickard <laughs> from Texas Christian University, TCU, uh, an assistant coach in uh, sprints and hurdles, right? Yep. Yeah, good. Sprints and hurdles there with us today. Uh, again, you know the format. We're going to talk about uh, you know, how he got to where he is today, uh, something really unique, which I think is going to be a great conversation today, and then a... Um, uh, a struggle, something uh, working through that uh, we're going to ask for the, the greater good, the greater community to help out with. So, Justin, uh, get us started, man. So, tell us, you're only, what are we talking about, you're 30, 31? I am 36. 36. So, thanks for making me You look good. For, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, good. yeah. That's good. That's, that's good. good. Uh, 36. So you, but you're still real, that, that, not relatively young, it's still extremely yeah. young in this profession. Uh, so, how did you get to, to where you are today? Uh, it's It's been a journey, It's been, but it's been fun. A lot of lessons learned. Um, I, w- I graduated from Utah State in 2006 where I ran hurdles there, um, but it was a strength and conditioning coach at Utah State at the time uh, named uh, Brad, and he basically said, what do you want to do after you graduate? So you didn't have, you didn't go with the Utah mm-hmm. State going, I'm going to be a track coach one day? No. Okay. Cool. And then I just said, well, I, I don't know. I enjoy coaching and things like, well, if you wanted to coach, what would you do? And okay. I was like, I don't, I don't know. And he says, come back to me tomorrow with 10 schools that you feel that are known for hurdles. Okay. So I did the 10 schools and, and then he said, okay, email all the coaches yeah. and see if they have a grad assistant position open. Okay. Did, so did that work? I did that. Yeah. And... None of them had grad assistant positions. A lot of them said they're closed already or we don't have grad assistant. Um, you know, so I then, the one place that I started off was then uh, Coach Kitley at Texas Tech. Yeah. So, a guy known for her yes, holes and friends. Yes. Yeah. So I was, I was the, quote, unquote, their first volunteer coach 
that they had, and that opened the door for okay. some others to have volunteers. So not grad assistant. Not grad you assistant. went in as a volunteer. I went as a volunteer. So you're making lots of money because you're in the big time. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. I was making zero dollars. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. So a lot, of, a lot of us can relate out there yes, on that one. Okay. Yes. So so Utah State. And Becca, let's take a step back here. Where did you go to high school? I went to high school in Scottsbluff, Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. So you're a Nebraska yes. kid. You go out to Utah State. Great school. Yep. Uh, run really well there, mm -hmm. and then uh, your first job, and it is yeah. a job, you may not have gotten paid, but yeah. right, your first job was at Texas Tech. Yep. Okay, how long were you there? Uh, I was there for two years. Wow, making so, zero. Making years. zero dollars. So how did you, you know, rent wasn't zero. Yes, so how did rent you... wasn't zero. Um, so the guy at the time was a director of ops there. I ended up, he got a house. Okay. Uh... People in the track community probably know him, Joe Walker. Yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. Uh, I lived with Joe for, for basically two years. Yeah. And he, you know, I paid him rent to live in his house. Yeah. And, uh, you know, got to know him and had some good poker good nights. Guy. Yeah, good guy. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so I had to pay rent and I was like, okay, what am I going to do for bills? Right. You know, uh, and I, I grinded. I mean, I did anything I could possibly do to get a job. Like what? Did you uh, bartend? Did you... No, so the number one thing is I did basically marketing stuff. Yeah, okay. So um, my first experience with that was when I was at Utah State. I uh, looked on Craigslist mm -hmm. and saw a thing for uh, someone to market a drink called Zip Fizz. Zip Fizz. Zip Fizz. Okay. And it was in Sam's Club and it was for six weeks. Okay. And I was like, okay, is this legit or not? Right, I right. did it and I got paid and it was like $25 an hour. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Really? Yes. Yes. So now Damn. it's a, a 1099. Yeah. So I mean, it's my own boss. Right, so I have right. to pay taxes. Yeah, but, right, right, right. And then I ended up finding that stuff when I was in love. That, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That yeah. kind of wow. stuff. So I did promotions for like Nutella. I'd go around campus okay. and have the kids sample Nutella. Right, I would right. do another promotion around campus for Dave Matthews Band. Wow. Uh, Did you find all these on Craigslist? I found them on Craigslist and wow. then once you start knowing the industry, right. then you know, hey, go to uh, this yeah, company yeah. Okay. that does this, go to right. this company. So that's a true hustler mentality, yes. right? Uh, you, you, not a full-time job. This is like I, I've heard of a coach doing bartending. That's why I yeah. saw bartending. You're like, man, here's this gig, here's this gig, yes. whatever I can do to scratch a few hundred for the, the for rent, yep. food, you had to eat, and yeah. things like that. Okay, so yep. two years of tech. Yep. Uh, I assume you did well because West does really well yeah. at Texas yeah. Tech. What, what happens after two years? Uh, so after two years, um, track and field's always got a network of. Of people. 100%. Um, so during that time, Sean Jackson yeah. was at Louisiana Tech. Okay. That's now the jump coach at TCU. Okay. Um, he contacted me because they had a position open at uh, Law Tech. At Law Tech. Right. Now, a paid position. A paid position. <laughs> and I will say the paid position was a lot. It was $10,000. <laughs> Paid position, <laughs> scratch and bone uh, exactly. volunteer. <laughs> exactly. So at the time, though, that was going into my second year at at, uh, at Texas Tech. Right. But I already gave Coach Kittley my word that I would stay there right. and volunteer. Right, right. Well, guys in the track community are just starting. Your word is huge. Yeah, 100%. So instead of taking $10,000, which anybody would jump at, Absolutely. I turned it down. Wow. 
Really? I turned it down to stay another year yeah. and volunteer with Coach Kittle. Absolutely. Uh, and then obviously that's when I got connected then with, because the first people I worked with was uh, Steve Sylvie. Yeah. And then it was Dion. Oh, yeah. 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 So, the great people. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so turned it down. And then a grad assistant position opened up at Shattered State. Wow, back in Nebraska. Back in right? Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. I okay. got recruited by them. Okay. So sure. yeah. it was my thing. I was like, okay, if I don't get this position, <laughs> then I'm just supposed not to be coached. Right. Period. <laughs> That'd be the sign. Right. I, the guy that recruited me is still there. Right. So right. I just picked up the phone, called him. Okay. I said, hey, this is Justin Wickard. Right. I saw a graduate position open. I would like the position. Right. He instantly goes, it's yours. Nice. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yes. Free yeah. <laughs> information. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I then went to Shatter State okay. and was a grad assistant there for a year. It took me a year to get my master's. Okay. What did you get your master's uh, I got my master's in organizational management with the emphasis in sports marketing. Okay. All right. So I was there for a year. Yep. So I worked there with the sprints and hurdles. Right. That was my first time. Was that uh, D2? D2. Yeah. Okay. So that was my first time of quote unquote doing my own thing, writing my own workouts up. Yeah, having your own group. Yeah, group. Right, okay. And stuff. So learned a learned a lot there. Uh, after I graduated there for the that was only there for a year, then I was like, okay, I gotta get a job. Still couldn't find anything. Right. Applying to everything, right. nothing. Right. So what do I do? I go back to volunteering. <laughs> and where at? I went to uh, University of North Carolina. Yeah, okay. So yeah, well. it was Coach Craddock was yeah. there. Uh, Coach Pettigrew. I was uh, was uh, lucky enough to yeah. get to know oh, yeah. Coach Pettigrew right. uh, for right. the year. Right. Uh, so I volunteered there, and then obviously I was back to the grind. Right. I was doing the... Did you go back to the marketing? I went back to the yeah, marketing right. thing, and then I did gym sales. And then I started... Gym sales. Gym sales. Gym membership sales. Yeah, okay, okay. Like uh, Planet Fitness? Yeah, uh, yeah. yep. Okay. Uh, and then from there, I then started doing personal training at Duke University. Yeah. So I'd go across the wow. <laughs> across the road to yeah, yeah. be involved. Uh, That's an amazing area there yes. in the campuses. And uh, it's interesting you mentioned Coach Craddock. You know, he's uh, super active yes. in our group, which I love. I mean, a guy who is maybe done it all uh, and has uh, a lot of admiration yes. in our profession and for, for young coaches who may not know Coach Craddock boy what an opportunity yeah. uh, in this group to uh, pick his brain yes. that guy is one of the, the legends so uh, yeah. I love that you uh, yeah. got to work with him yeah. so how long were you there? So again there. back to grinding yes. right here man <laughs> that's the theme for you man hustle and grind yes. hustle and grind absolutely yes. so I was there for just I was just there for a year okay so interesting part then um was that, speaking of dennis uh, coach craddock just uh popped what's up, up coach craddock so, <laughs> we were just talking about you man just talking about you all good stuff yes so um i was at the end of the roads and so then i was like okay i gotta go i gotta find a job right so i start you still have to find a job i still have to get a job <laughs> still there. parents are like it's been four years right. like you need to get a job like work making less than fifteen thousand twenty thousand dollars a year right it's not gonna work right. getting older what are you gonna yeah, do how old are you at this point 25 uh, 20 i think 28 28 yeah wow yeah. man okay so so then it, it was the end of the time um i was applying nothing um so then i literally i gave up i quit okay uh i went and got a job at cintas 
Oh, is that the, uh, the, the cell phone? No, CentOS is the one that does the mats and the uh, basically uniforms for employees and stuff. So was there, got a job, I was a manager because my, my master's degree helped right. me become a manager. Right. So basically I went into corporate. Yeah. Uh, and I was only there for two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. You just couldn't. Ha I don't want to no. say couldn't handle it. Yeah. Your your heart was somewhere. No, no, else. no it, it was somewhere else. But I literally, it's like I was like, okay, Lord, um, if you don't want me coaching, I'm gonna trust that, right. and I'm stepping away. And I, so I gave it up. Okay. I just let it go. Yep. Yep. And this is where things come back around. Okay. Chuck. Yeah. Was hired at Louisiana Tech. Okay. Uh, he then got a job at Academy of Arts. Okay. Yeah. Chuck said, hey, I'm leaving. And I said, you got the job at Academy Arts, didn't yeah. you? He's like, how'd you know? I said, because I applied for the same job. <laughs> uh, so he's Small like, world. yes, he's like, hey, man, send me your resume. I got some in the works. He gave the resume to, obviously, Gary Sanders and Sean Jackson. Right, right. Sean Jackson. They were like, he already turned us down yeah, once. <laughs> he texts me and he says, hey. So we start going through the formalities. Yeah. Um, Lucky enough that the person they needed to hire a female, but the position at the time she was married, yeah. had a kid. Right. The pay for them obviously was not sure. work. So right. thankfully, then it opened the opportunity then for me to yeah, come in. So good. then I got my first paid gig, full time, full time, right. back good. at Louisiana Tech that I originally turned down. So how? Remind me, how old now to, for this first full-time job? I would have been 29. Nine, okay. So 29 was your first full-time. Yes. And you've, you've been hustling all the way through. Man, that's what a lesson that is about. A lot of times there's misconceptions in a track and field coaching that it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yep. And I don't discount having a network is yeah. extremely important. Uh, I also don't discount that what you know is extremely yeah. important to us. I've got a coach as well. Uh, but, you know, you had some, you know, you know Texas Tech, you know, so Power Five, West yep. Kelly, things like that. UNC, yep. Coach Craig. So you had a lot of people to find that job. Yes. So it's not always about yeah. who you know. You know that, yeah. Because my conception when I first started, the reason I went and got my master's is because when I was applying, I was like, well, they want people that have a master's degree. Right. Because they're going to go, here's your undergrad. They're going to throw it right. in the trash can. Yeah. And then, no, oh, here's your master's. Right. So I, my conception is like, i got to go get my master's. Right. So I went and got it. Right. Then once I got my master's, I'm like, I got my master's. Right. I'm still getting nothing. Right. I'm not getting I'm no, not getting another master's. You're no going to get a PhD. Calls, nothing. <laughs> you know, because I'll right. be honest with you, that in, so far in my journey, my very first interview was at Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, it was with... That's when Dana Boone was there. Yeah. Jeremy Fisher was, yeah. was there. Um, and I, the reason I got the interview was because uh, of Coach Dan Steele. Dan Steele yeah. knew Martin people. and Gosh. said, hey. Yeah. And so that's how I got in. Yeah. You know, so that was my very first interview. Right, right. Obviously, then my second interview would have been uh, Louisiana Tech. Right, right. And, then, and then my third interview was... Uh, at TCU. Okay. So get ahead real quick. So Law Tech, how long were you at Law Tech? I was at Law Tech for three years. Three years. Okay. And then from Law Tech to TCU? TCU. Okay. All right. And, and Sean, 
was working with you at Law Tech. Yep. He went to TCU before. Yep. Yeah, one okay. year before. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Yep. All right. And now you've been at TCU for five, five years. It's the longest time you've been yes. in the place. That's good. Yes. That's a good. That's a good place yes. to be at too. Yes. That's awesome. Well, that's a, that's a cool uh, journey, and, and really takes us into the next uh, aspect. So I've had um, a couple of coaches in the, the group reach out and talk about uh, exactly what you're describing there. So we'll, we'll, we'll go in. A lot of people. I shouldn't say a lot of people. Uh, there are a number of people out there that think, one, it's uh, super, like the guys who are at TCUs and Texas Techs and, and schools like that, like it's super, like you had it on a silver spoon. Like, you know, and so it's like it's super interesting. It's like, man, I didn't have my first gig, my first uh, full-time yeah. until 29. Yeah. Uh, not right out of college. Uh, but also something that you brought up that I think is interesting. This is a little bit uh, of a tangent from what we yep. spoke about earlier. You mentioned that you took the, uh, uh, what job was it that you took for 10000 Uh, It was, uh, it was Law Tech. Law Tech. Yeah, yeah. So here's something I find interesting about the college profession. College profession. There's a lot of jobs out there for ten thousand, twenty thousand. Yes. You know, not livable wages. Right. Meaning, you know, you've got to have some yes. kind of side hustle yes. or somehow have free rent or yep. something like that, right? Um, I'm concerned that because there will always there will always still be a hundred applications right. for all those spots. Yep. That concerns me that there will always be someone that will take it. They're not they're always uh, qualified to yeah. coach in college. But the perception that the college coaching is, is like this huge glamorous life. And there's worse life, so don't yeah. knock it in. I did it for you know over ten years. But that it's so glamorous they will do anything. Like, oh if I can just if I if I'll take this ten thousand and hustle for a year or two, I'll get the TCU job and make a million. You know, it's like, oh, that's that's not yeah. that is so I'm concerned about overall living wages yeah. or even our entry level assistant yeah. coaches. I don't know how many football coaches are making ten thousand no. On a on a, on a full time assistant, yeah. you know things like that. I know I know there's definitely hustlers in the football coaching world, yep. such that you know volunteer and GA. Yeah. I, I get yeah. that absolutely. NAI so, level, yeah, absolutely, level. absolutely. So talk about you had a lot of setbacks. Even uh, you know you, you talked about you applied to a lot of places yep. and didn't get uh, any interviews and yep. got some interviews and didn't get them. So what kept you and you even and you use the word quit. I'm not going to use yep. that word went to a different path for two whole weeks yeah. uh, <laughs> so what, what kept you on the grind to to have this goal of working being a college coach yeah um you know honestly i think one thing is because of just being a former athlete the not give up mentality okay of hey i want to give it my all and if i did and it just wasn't meant to be okay. then i can say hey I gave everything I possibly could. Right. But also, too, to be honest, with, being a former athlete, too, uh, and then the four years as a volunteer, um, you know, the biggest thing is just as coaches, and I've seen this, is how much impact that we can have on a young kid's life. Right. And stuff, especially in college. I mean, that's the time the kids are starting to... Who am I? What's my identity? Right. What do I want right. to do with my life? Right. They're away from their family, so now it's they're trying to figure out what am I? Who am I? So that that's super yeah. interesting. What? Where does that come from? That, so what you're talking about yeah. there is is heart. Yes. You know, we, we're not talking X's and O's. Yeah. Gotta make someone faster and things like that. 
did that come from? Did you have a like a, a, a high school coach that was a huge influence, yeah. or your coach at Utah State? Yeah. Or what? I I had someone had to yes. had to uh, mentor that to you. Yeah. I like, had to show you yeah. that, right? Yeah. You could just learn that on your own. Uh, I had a high school coach, Gary Hartman, and then I had another high school coach, um, Coach Barker. That were a huge influence. Okay. Um, so they modeled on that me. for you. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, of course, Barker, uh, definitely a lot. He was our cross country coach. Um, and I mean, I just remember like high school. He'd be like, "Hey, I'll take him to Simplot, and we drive from Nebraska all the way to Pocatello." Right. Yeah. You know, and he's like, "Hey, I'll fly with him to Arcadia." Right. You know, so I was like, "Wow, like right. he's willing to do that." Right. You know, because I'm a small school. So. So interesting. Really How old are you? You're 16 to high school, right? Yeah. And you were able to understand, like, well, that guy's making a sacrifice yes. for us. I don't know yes. that a lot of, no. even now, you know, whether you're talking about today's millennials or yeah. whatever, to your age, when you're, yeah. when I, you know, my group, age group, when we were 16, yeah. I love my high school coaches. I don't know that I, until later in life, yeah. were able to go, yeah, you know, they sacrificed a yeah. lot for me and sacrificed yeah. their families and things yeah. like that. So you were able to catch on to that yeah. at a fairly yeah. early age. And then I, saw, and then I saw it with, uh, you know, at the college level and stuff uh, with, you know, Corey Murdoch. Obviously, he was a great hurler himself. Uh, but, you know, we've, we've bought butted heads, but at right. the same time, he was always there for me. Right. You know, he right. was more of a, hey, what's going on? He'd sit and talk. You know, so to me, and, it, and obviously I think the other thing that helped too is, I'm, you know, I'm a believer, so um, I just seen them like, man, like there's so much more to just track and feel. Right. And I really enjoyed, especially when I was at Louisiana Tech and even here at TCU's, I enjoyed the process of seeing a kid saying, hey, this is my goal. Okay. And helping them go through that process to reach the goal. Okay. Just to see them, like, they have an idea, but a lot of times the kids don't really truly believe it themselves. Right. Oh, I can run this, but they don't, they're not really believing it. Right. So when they actually do it, it's the aha moment. Right. I say it's the, it's the, it's fun to, as a coach, to raise the standard, to, to right. raise the lid, right. and they go, oh, wow, I didn't think I would ever run this. I'm like, right. hey, you right. know, and just as you know, the journey is not smooth. Yeah. So when they're like, oh, I don't believe it, right. I'm frustrated, right. I enjoy those moments yeah. of them going, oh, and then just the moments, too, when a kid can trust you enough to come and talk to you about things right. and have that con candid conversation yeah, yeah. with them right. like hey what's going on house family what's right. you know that's what i live for you, i love it you mentioned two important aspects there one is there's a teaching philosophy you know if you're, if you're teaching english or math and you have 30 kids in your class and obviously there's there's gonna be someone who's the best in math in that class and there's someone who's gonna be the 30th best person that if you teach down to that 30th person you know to make sure yeah. they're catching all the math yeah. well you lower the overall learning yeah. Of, this, of the class, if you teach up to the first person, people will come up. Not yes. everybody will come all the way up to number one. Right. So uh, that aspect of, of, of how you teach and, and lifting them up, and then also the journey. Uh, there's a graphic, uh, you know, you'll probably see it on Facebook in different places, you know, here's what you thought coming out of college, like my career, my life would just, you know, yep. nice steady incline all the way up. <laughs> and the reality is there was those peaks yes. and valleys, and, and really your true um, metal is tested during the, the, the valleys, right? Yes. When you're down the bottom. Yep. But it's super important to have that 
leader, that model in front of you yeah. to help with that. Yeah. And that's what I hear you conveying about yeah. your, uh, you didn't say favorite, but I'll say it, your favorite part, the big part of coaching yeah. for you is not necessarily what the end goal is, but that you're helping them go through all yeah. the things that kids go through and everybody goes through now. That's, yeah. that's interesting. So, uh, as you're going through this now, you're, uh, and I love that you share about your faith, and uh, you, at one point you mentioned, you know, hey, God, if I'm supposed to be a coach, <laughs> I'm about to go yeah. do this, bring yeah. it back, you yeah. know, um, and you did kind of, uh, I don't want to overstate it, but you, you did get, kept hitting, get, uh, being beat down, right, yeah. you know, uh, yep. you, you think, uh, I, I have to imagine, I uh, haven't been in your shoes a little bit uh, with coaching job things like that. You know, you, you get done uh, volunteering two years at Texas Tech. You uh, kept, I love that you kept your word as a man, as a, as a person. Uh, of, hey, I told Coach Kelly, I'm, I'm staying for another year, so I'm staying. You turned down money, money right there in your hand. Um, but then I imagine you had to think, okay, that, that, that's also going to pay off. Like, come on, yeah. two more years at Tech, you know, two total years. Like, I'm going to get yeah. the, the next job at yeah. TCU or yeah. Mississippi State, whatever. And you did. Yeah. I mean, so, and then, you know, you, you, luckily the grad thing worked out quickly. You didn't yeah. get hit there, but you get that. And then again, okay, well, now I've got that master's. I thought everybody wanted yep. me to have. And still, <laughs> so, I mean, you just keep getting yeah. hit and hit yeah. and hit. Now, at some point, you have to realize that it sounds like you are coming to that realization of, why am I hitting my head against the wall? It's starting to hurt. Maybe I am supposed to go somewhere else. Yeah. And you're obviously multi-talented that you could have done yeah. corporate world, business yeah. world, etc. But you kept going. You didn't give up. Yeah. You kept on the grindstone. What, what, why? You know, I, I think it goes back to the whole thing of the I enjoying the journey of impacting the kids. So you're, the kids were your motivation. The kids were my motivation of just the, the platform that what a coach hats mm -hmm. i mean it's such a huge platform now you can say hey well someone in corporate can have the same platform to me it's just the platform of as a coach to build truly model right. and impact a young man young woman's life it's huge yeah. it's huge i mean that to me it's like that is a place where you can create a quote-unquote a positive legacy that can go beyond more than just the kid right. if you pack the kid right. and do it really well and it's still good strong values and help them out as they're growing they're going to instill those same things when they get married right. when they have kids when they go into their own corporate world or become a coach themselves right. Right. they're going to remember those things like oh hey i remember when coach taught right. me this or taught me this and right. so it just it, to me it's like it's just a lineage it can right. just keep carrying on you know, I think that's why you talk to the teachers. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, I just love teaching overall. Why didn't you, be, why didn't you become a teacher? Uh, I couldn't do the, uh, the teaching job of just you do that every cla day? of classroom. And okay. I know you do it every day, but of just, I, this one thing I lack in is patience. Okay. So I couldn't, you know, and because I'm very driven as a coach too, if I can, once it was, I, 
it was for me it's hard to see like right. oh hey i'll work with someone that's just starting and right. just i want it hey let's go you know it yeah. we're going we're going to do it instead of like the social high school hey i'm just out because my friends are i'm like right. no, 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 no. Right. i don't i want people that don't want to win right i want people that right. want it you know right. so i was like oh, i can't i can't do that so if you've seen some of the other interviews uh, I've caught myself <clears throat> now challenging yep. my interviewee. Yeah, I am going to challenge you here because you just said one of the things. I love some self-awareness yep. here. I love that, uh, that you lack patience. Yes. Now, we just went through your entire story, <laughs> and it probably could have been labeled patience. patience. <laughs> yes. You didn't yes. freak out when the, the jobs that weren't coming and all this stuff. You kept grinding. Yep. And boy, I, 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 uh, I challenge you that you don't have patience. Maybe a different patience. It's a different kind. Yeah. Yeah, I, I find it interesting. You know, I'm so interested in the person as a coach because I think uh, they're just multi-talent. In fact, I, I made a post today on Facebook about the social last night, yep. and I said it was great hanging out with people who moonlight as track coaches. <laughs> so, you, know, I, you know, I hang out with Justin and Steve and and Dave and all these like, and you know, and by the way, your job is coach Dave and coach yeah. Justin. You know, it's like you're, you're great people. Uh, but it's, it's interesting to me. That's why I asked you why you didn't teach. Yeah. And you're like, ah, I don't have the patience for that. You know, what you're doing on the track is no different yeah, than what you're same. doing in the classroom. Yeah. There's just one has a roof over it and one yeah. you're outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's, the, yeah. that's the difference. It's, yeah. It's amazes me. So, yeah. uh, so that, that's really interesting. So what would you, what piece or pieces of advice um, would you give someone out there right now that's maybe in the same position you are they're a GA right now they're uh, uh, volunteering yeah. for their third place or yeah. whatnot and they're just getting close to, to giving up what would what would you say to that person if I, they were right here? I would say if, if you're in that position don't give up if you know coaching is what you want to do mm -hmm. then just keep keep going mm -hmm. you know the, I would say the only thing is maybe sit down and say hey what things am I currently doing that I can do better in? okay you know so you're talking about self-awareness so, yes yeah, more self-awareness yeah. like am I am I talking to the right people am I how am I networking because that's one thing I didn't do well with right you know um you know where am I continuing to learn you know because that's the big thing is as a volunteer like as young coaches, it's like we're so excited because we want to have our own group. Right. But the biggest thing that I've been also learning is humility. Serve. Right. Learning how to serve. Like, be a sponge. Continue to soak it in and just like, hey, right. my opportunity will come. And when that time comes, like, don't put a time frame on it. Yeah, there has to you know, because we think like, okay, I'm going to get yeah. it now. I'm going to do it now. Right. You know, because in X years, I'm going to yes. be the head coach of yeah. this year. Right? You, you, you <laughs> right. can't. There's so many uncontrollable yes. variables. You can't. Right. So yeah. that's what I would, I would say and encourage. Yeah. You know, but the, the other thing is, you know, find people like-mindedness. Find people that are going through. You know, one thing is as. As a volunteers and even as coaches, we can get start looking at things from a negative standpoint okay. and going, "Oh, woe is me!" Right, right, like, right. "Oh, what the heck!" Right. Don't do that. Okay. You know, like stay hey. positive. Now, continue to talk to people so, in your circle. We'll talk about that. I, I think that's extremely important. You just talked about it surrounding yourself. Yeah. Um, earlier, we were talking about, uh, and we talked about it in other interviews, and I've definitely posted articles by a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk, we were talking about that guy earlier, uh, and one of the things that he talks about is auditing your circle. Yes. He's like, get rid of, and he, he's, he's a pull-no-punches guy, <laughs> so he says it a little harsher maybe than uh, sometimes, but sometimes you need that harsh. He says, yeah. 
out of your circle and remove one loser friend. Yep. One friend that's, you know, hey, let's go party instead of yeah. learning how to coach hurdles more yeah. or whatever. Hey, instead of going to network, let's go drink or whatever, yeah. right? If you audit your circle and, and one, remove one loser friend, but then add someone as well, uh, that changes your life. You know, who you surround yourself with is tremendous. I love that aspect yeah. of, you know, not giving up and then, uh, and you didn't use the word audit, but I could see a, a, a kid who is, you know, trying to get into coaching and volunteering and struggling. Why am I not getting a, an interview here or there? Uh, and let's take out, let's just assume that they have no ego. They're not trying to just automatically go to Power 5 because that's the best or whatever, all this kind of stuff, you know, uh, a lot of hullabaloo and all that. But let's say they don't, but they, they're still hanging out with their buddies that live in the high school or, you know, from where they went to high school. And it's like, why aren't you hanging out with uh, the guy from TCU or and just introduce yourself, you know, those kind of things. So yeah. I love that that aspect yeah. of that. So that's a good segue into the, the last part of the interview here is, um, and again, I'm, I'm struggling with how to actually name this because I, I keep naming this part of the struggle. What do you have problems with? And it sounds so dire and everything, but uh, one of the things that we talked about for the greater good, and again, I'm always going to stress this, this group, uh, two things. Big, uh, big picture stuff for me is one to, to work on the coach as a person, so everything from the mental health, physical health, financial health, relationship, etc., and then also to help expand our networks. Uh, things like uh, these national meets are great. Uh, the coaches convention in the December is awesome because you got everybody there, things like that. But how do we again continue to, to expand our networks and uh, and our circle? So um, this uh, part is about networking. You, you brought it up. Uh, so talk to me about what you're, you may be struggling with networking or, yeah. or whatnot. Uh, I would say first and foremost, when I reflected on my own self, I had a preconception of, hey, I don't need to network. My work will speak for itself. I'm okay. just going to grind. Recruit. That sounds a little ego. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, going to okay. grind and right. recruit okay. and let my performances as a coach show. Okay, and I that got will you. Help. I might have been a little harsh when I said yeah. this. Okay. So I, got I found out that's there's truth to that, but at the same time, right. at the end of the day, I still have to be able to know people. Right. You know, not to mention, you got to be careful too of not just secluding yourself as a coach because stop learning them. Right. You gotta have right. mentors, you gotta have people to talk training with, hey, what do you think of this? Right. You know, so that's one thing that going back I I wish I would have changed. I would have done it differently. So I would have so networked you, better. You, you did not, not exclude you um reclused yourself? Yeah, sort of yeah, okay. you know I yeah. went to you know I went to emerging league, you know, but I never really took the time to cultivate okay like relationships. I yeah. you know one thing I'll be honest with you like when I started my journey I never truly reached out to a mentor, mm. you know, of like, hey, this is someone I talk to daily about right. training right. or just about things in general, right. you know, so, you know, that's something that I'm still, you know, because it's a mind shift that right. I still have to, I'm still working on, yeah. of doing, you so know. What, what kind of things do you do for, like, how cognizant yeah. of it are you? Yeah. Uh, like, in track meets, do you try to and i know you're working yeah. you're you, know, you got yeah. your kids and things like that but do you do you are you cognizant about i just want to meet one new coach i've never met before 
I don't do good with it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I still, I'll still. What about at the? And, and like I said, your work. That's in your yeah. work environment. So I understand yeah. that. And, and, and I'm not saying yeah. you go and you're having in-depth conversations yeah. at each track meet, but just introducing yourself. Yeah. What about? Uh, so when you're at the convention, so that's all about networking. Yeah. I mean, again, everybody's yeah. there, right? Uh, do you? Um, do you go with a list of people like, you know what, I've, I've seen so-and-so's work speak for yeah. themselves. Yeah. I'd like to just introduce myself. I don't. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that's yeah. ironic about me is I'm very outgoing, very going. That's, I was going to say, but, I am shocked yes, by this. But when it comes to say, hey, go up to someone and just introduce myself and say, hey, da-da-da, I've admired your work, da, da. I would like to, okay. you know, I don't do that. Because well, why? What, what here's why, you? because yeah. in my mind... And this goes to I sort of my self-esteem mm -hmm. internally. I'm like, gotcha. who am I? I got you. What do I have to bring to the table? Yeah, yeah. I'm going 100%. up to a big name coach, right. and they're gonna be like, who are you? So, like, why? What, what do I have to give? So let's explore that because I'm going to go out on a limb and assume you do not have that same issue going up to a high school recruit or that high school recruit's coach. No. Right? You're like, yeah, I have something to give to you. Yeah. I, I can help you yeah. become better, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I can give you a scholarship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That always helps. Yeah. So you have um, uh, a little bit of an issue. You said self-esteem. Yep. So it's super interesting. This is something you can look up as well. Uh, have you ever heard of IR theory? No. Okay. So IR theory is uh, I is your individual, who you are, and then R is your roles. Okay. okay. So Justin, you as a person, so you as a person, you, 100% you, and then all the roles that you have. And you can yeah. start kind of thinking about, you got a million roles, right? Yep. You're a son, you're a husband now. Congratulations, Thank by the you. way. Um, I don't know, do you have brothers or sisters? Two yes, you're, you're a brother, um, you're a best friend to someone, you know, those yep. kind of things. You have a coach as a role, absolutely. Yep. And, and even inside your job as a coach, you got roles. a thousand roles. It's one of the things I think is not good for coaches, and that's a whole different storyline. <laughs> but, you know, you're an academic advisor, you're a uh, sports psychologist, yep. you are a big brother to some of these kids, you know, those kind of things, right? So you have all these roles. You've got to, what IR theory says is, with your I, with your individual, so if you take a scale from 0 to 10, rate yourself, and I won't uh, make you do it publicly, yeah. so just think in your head, and if you're watching this, again, same thing, you can start thinking in your head, what would you rate your individual, yourself, right now, as an individual, 0 to 10, right, and so maybe you have a number in your head, it's right? It's 7, I'll yeah, be yeah, honest. No. Okay, so, so I'm glad you said that. My rule is you can't vote yourself a 7. Because 7 is one of those that's like, well, you know, it's close to an 8, 9, 10, maybe I don't need to do anything on it. It's not a 6 where it's like, I need to yeah. change, right? So if you if you take 7 out, uh, you know, 8 is like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, 6 is, oh, yeah, I need to change. Yeah. So you take 7 out, you can't vote 7. So who you are as a person, how you rate yourself as a person, as you then correlate it over to your roles, and you think about all your different roles, and we'll just use your coaching yeah. role overall right now. Let's say you, you set a 7, let's just say you set a 6, okay? Um, as a, as, a, as a person, your range that you can be as a role is, is within a, a one or two deviation from that. So the best you can be as a coach, if you if you think yourself as a six right now, the best you can be as a coach is maybe an eight. Yeah. And it could be anywhere between a four and an eight, yeah. right? So one of the first things that you have to work on, and this is a general you, not I'm not I'm not being a shrink psychologist here to just Justin. This is everybody. Is the first thing you have to get straight and right in, in your life is that you're a ten. Yeah. You, 
what are the biggest things you've realized right. in your coach career that you, you wish you'd known right. that you know now that right. you could have done differently then My age, right. at your age yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. what are the mistakes that you've made because yeah. guess what it's yeah. easier to talk about yeah. you're now building a you're coming to a personal right. standpoint instead right. of going hey coach what do you do for hurdles what yeah. do you do for sprints and, and you know like I, hey what did you know I what do you hear for jobs i think that's born out of i have to prove myself yes. like if i'm going to go talk and i'm going to use mal since i now know him and I've now brought him up but uh you know if i'm a young coach and i get a chance to talk to mouse holloway right or robert johnson yeah that i need to prove to them I know how to coach too. And take yeah. what do you? Well, yeah, I've been thinking about this. Go. And it's like, yeah. dude, I do this, you know, like, yeah. like I don't even want to talk. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm here to have a good time or whatever. Yeah. You know, let's talk about your family, whatever. Yeah. And, and those guys have families and yeah. stuff like that. So that's super interesting. So let's take a step back. What do you think? Cause we're talking about networking yep. and struggles and how to, uh, A, do it better and do it right or whatever. Yeah. And we touched on it there with, like, you know, going up to a coach and uh, talking about training and all yep. this kind of stuff. What aspects, well, let's change it around. So if, if that's something you're struggling with here on that, let's turn it around. Now, now that you're at TCU, what do you, what, what is someone that doesn't, that didn't know you, that has gotten to know you, so they've networked to you, Yeah. how have they done it that you were like, yeah, you know what, I, I, I kind of mentor so-and-so, and don't, you know, we're not yeah. talking any names or anything. Uh, what did they do that kind of caught your eye, like, okay, because you, you know a thousand, a thousand people are coming up to you, so what's yeah. the one or two people that have, Network with you, and how do they do it? And what was different? Uh, honestly, the, the, it, the really it's the stigma. It still hasn't changed. It's usually the people that have reached out. They're asking workout questions. Hey, what about this? What do you do with this? Right. You know, right. it it had that really hasn't. Honestly, that really hasn't changed. Okay. You know, so to me, it just goes back to my whole journey as a volunteer and what roadblocks I have gone through right. is. I'll drop this name. Is Ed Bethea. Yeah. Has been since Utah State. Yeah. There. Hey, let me see your resume. Let me look at it. Yeah. And I'll help you out. So the biggest thing is going through is, is it goes back to just me for myself. Right. I'm just here. I want to help. Right. Whatever it may be. So, you know, from people reaching out, you know, there, there's been a time people are like, hey, How'd you get a job? Right. What's your, you know? Right. Right. And so obviously that shows me that they're they're wanting to know. Right. They're really they're trying to go somewhere. Right. You know, it's not just hey, give me this and then right. okay, I'm done. Right. You know, uh, so in a sense, I mean, people that have reached out from the network, it's more been uh, hey, I'm learning to, I want to take for, right. for me, which is fine, right. which right. is good, but there hasn't been hey, let's. Let me work on the person. I want to get right. to know you. Let, let me hear your story, your journey, like how, you know, the personal, the building right. of a personal relationship. Right. So pause right there. I want to make sure we bring that up, but I do want to make sure. So if you're out there and you're watching this, and uh, you know these videos will be getting an average of about 200 and 200 plus views. So there'll be a lot of people that see this. Uh, if you either are struggling with networking or you think this is a good opportunity to network with Justin or Justin should network with you, what's the best way for someone to get a hold of you? Would you, yeah. want, would you uh, for someone to email you, phone yeah. call you, Twitter, Snap, I don't know what are you honestly, do. Honestly, to, guys look honestly to me, it doesn't matter. It could be it could be a phone call, it could be right. an email, it okay. could be social media. So what's your email matter. address? Uh, email address is uh, j 
and then dot and then w-i-c-k-a-r-d at tcu.edu okay so will you put that in the comment section yeah i'll put okay. that in the comment section uh, so absolutely reach out to justin again we want to, we're trying to build uh bigger networks bigger circles here uh so to pick up with something you said really important right there at the very end before i, I interrupted you <laughs> you're in a good flow there is you said people the people that are networking you take something from you yeah that's exactly what you said that's where i think is one of the biggest mistakes yep. we're making in networking. I agree. So, it, it, you know, we touched on this a little bit before we, we went live on camera today. That here's what you guys know again from the stuff I post. You know, a lot of I'm going to quote a lot of Gary B stuff here and things like that. But I think the secret to networking, you know, the, the way to network properly, is to give so much value that the law of reciprocation yeah. kicks in, right? Yeah. But also with that, because that, that, that's a selfish thing, right? Like, I'm going to give to Justin, I'm going to give to Justin so that one day he hooks me up with a job yeah. or gives me the inside track or whatnot. The, uh, the other side to that of giving so much value is to give with zero expectation. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, if just if you're, if you're talking, I'm talking to the person who's now yeah. working with you, that you give so much to Justin, you, you tell him where recruits are, or whatever, and one day you call up and say, hey, Justin, do you know so-and-so at Tech? I'm trying to get a job there. And Justin says, you know what? I'm not real comfortable doing that. You can't get mad at that because you're not really then giving with zero expectation, yep. right? But that was key when you said people that are trying to network with, with you are taking something away. That's got to flip. Yeah. Do networking right to expand your circle you have got to give and show people value one of gary these things right now is a lot of young people are talking about going to college and of course you know college debt uh student loan debt is just like that's our next financial crisis but they talk about you know what should i where should i go to school what should i major in if i want to be an entrepreneur and business and all that stuff he's like you know what i would do he goes now you gotta reconcile this in your whole life because i wouldn't go to college Find whatever business you want to be in and go work for that person for free. Yep. Right? Because you're giving and giving. And, and a lot of that resonates with what you've done to your career. <laughs> you may not have thought about it that way. Yeah. Service. But, but giving. So if you want to network, and you should, first of all, you don't, you shouldn't want to. You should, uh, you need to. You have to. Because, again, that's what life is about. It's about your circle and how, you know, how many friends and people you know. That's what life is. Yeah. It's about people. Uh, I would challenge you, and I'm not challenging you specifically, but this is part of what we were talking about, is uh, give. If you're if you're a young volunteer right now, if you're an old volunteer, I've seen people that are you know my age, 40, that want to get into coaching. If you want to get into coaching and you want to get buddy buddies up with the, the Mouses and Robert Johnsons and Wes Kittleys and the Dudleys of the world, uh, give. Show them why you should yeah. not take yeah. you're going to be selfishly taken because they're going to teach you a lot of stuff but give 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 value right. that's uh so that's where i say for you when we talk about networking when you are at meets uh it doesn't have to be this grand nope. conversation because that is taking yep. you know they're trying to do their job yep. you're trying to do your job i think it is hunting down one yep. person even some people that aren't in your uh, uh, discipline, so distance coaches, throws coaches, like, hey, I just want to introduce myself, and it may end up being, like, yeah. this awkward, like, hey, how you doing? All right, good. Cool, uh, I'm going to go back over here. Yeah. But then you see that person again at the coaches convention yeah. or something like that, or you read an article they wrote in the yeah. Techniques magazine or whatever. That's what you So, tons and tons of patience with that, but that's where I would challenge you yeah. to maybe 
change your mindset about networking, not because it's what you, I think everybody that's watching yeah. would have that same yeah. definition of networking, but change that around. Keep the point patience, man. You are, <laughs> it's a, it was a joke that you said you don't have patience. Yeah. There's obviously things you don't have patience yeah. with. We all yeah. do. We all struggle in certain aspects, but man, you've got yeah. patience. Keep yeah. rolling with that, man. That's that's what's going to be yeah. long-term, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But any last words before we wrap up I here? I would, I would say last words is, I mean, first, I, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, I think this is awesome. Thanks. Uh, I, I think, you know, it will continue to grow. Absolutely. And stuff. Um, you know, I, I would say the other thing, too, is, you know, the biggest thing is just be confident in what you're doing okay. at the same time. Um the roadblocks and necessity that doesn't define you. Uh-huh. It doesn't define yeah. if you're successful or not. You're uh, speaking IR theory yeah, right here, right exactly. now. Exactly. So, because at the end of the day, the roads that we go through is also going to grow us. Right. As an individual, it's going to teach us things. So, the biggest thing is just keep an open mind. Right. And just continue to learn. Absolutely. Be a sponge and just like, Absolutely. okay, it's it's not happening when I want it to right. happen. Right. But at the end of the day, it, the biggest thing is this: is remember your why. Yeah, yeah. Why you yeah, yeah. want to do what you do and and hold to that. Have so you Mac, seen that video, the Simon Sinek uh, video? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. It is. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So those out there remember your why yeah. if you don't know your why you need to figure it yeah, out yeah. 100% and, and, and keep with it because yeah. as the roadblocks go you got to go back to the why right why am I wanting to do this yeah, we all know what's, what you do yeah, we all know how you're doing yes. it what is your why yes. absolutely you know, so I, I, would, I would leave it with that that's great advice and I'll, I'll put the uh, if you haven't seen it there's a great I think it's a TED talk from Simon Sinek, who has some great books out there. I think he read uh, Never Eat Lunch Alone, or he wrote uh, Never Eat Lunch Alone and some other books. He's a great author, great speaker, uh, but he does a really, like, old school chart Right with a marker about your why. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll, I'll put that link. I put it in the, yeah. in the group before, but I'll put it in the yeah. link as well. Yeah. Uh, and so something we didn't talk yeah. about that we may have to revisit again yes. is a book that you uh, yes. read. Uh, what, what was the name of that book the again? The book that I read was uh, Lead for God's Sake. Lead for God's Sake. So uh, Justin and I were talking about this book yesterday, and uh, he is so jacked up about it, which is awesome. I went out and immediately got it from my library. Well, it's back home whenever I finally get home. But... Um, but the books is, sound super interesting. There's some other great coaches out there that are reading it right now or are going to be reading it here in the future. We may um, uh, have to come back and do like a, a group yes. discussion about yeah. that book. But yeah. As long as it lives up to what you it, it, it does. said, but I, I, I think d- it will. I'll put it out there. I'll put it on the link. Yeah. Okay. If you are a coach now or wanted to be a coach yeah. or trying to, it's a must. Yeah, it, must. It's a must read. I'm saying it right That's now. That's a big word, must. must. Okay. Because I will say this. Supposedly... It was forwarded by Urban Meyer, okay? Supposedly, this is the book after he left Florida. Okay. When he got out of coaching. got out of coaching, and he was going through, you know, his own personal life stuff and figuring things out. This is the book that got him back into coaching. right. It is, to me, again, this is just, you know, and I don't, not to defend anybody, but this is the next, besides the Bible for me, God's Word. Is that this right? is the next best book that I've ever read that hit wow. me impact. It will 
every coach above can relate to it. I wow. promise you, you right. will not be able to put it down. Well, I'll challenge you. I'm a reader, so this book is, a book is probably always going to come up in every interview. I'm <laughs> a huge, huge reader. I just think it's, uh, uh, when you talk about personal professional development to me, that's always yeah. been huge. So uh, he'll put the link down in the yep. bio. I'm going to read it here in the next couple weeks when I get home and stuff like that. Uh, I know some other people we talked about that are reading it. Yeah. We may have to figure out. I, I'd hate to wait all the way to like the coach's adventure, but we got to figure out a way to get a group of these yeah. guys and gals that are reading it and uh, have a discussion about it. But maybe you should check it out uh, before we uh, have that discussion yeah. for yourself as well. So, yeah. Justin, man, I can't say thanks enough. I appreciate your time. This is awesome. I enjoy it. Uh, again, uh, I'm here. If you're watching this and you're in Oregon, I'm here until uh, next Monday morning. So we'd love to get together for, uh, you know, we're going to get sponsored by Starbucks one day. <laughs> I just know it. Maybe I'll get free gift cards or something. But uh, love to have an interview uh, to uh, with either a coffee interview. I'm still waiting to do my first whiskey interview. But uh, And even... Um, which works really well and you've seen where we've done it through Facebook where it's remote so you're in one place and another it kind of actually makes the screen look a little bit nicer but uh, if you do it one on one you got to sit really That's close right. to me to get in the camera that, that may deter yeah. you from now, it I, I, I gotta point this out uh -oh. I think the next interviewee uh -huh. should be my good boy uh, Diego that's Dude, just watching. Hey. you're next buddy <laughs> you know I've known him a long long time and was part of his journey of coming to this country. Yes. So, uh, yes, he's got a good story. Lots of love good man. for Diego and, uh, you know, a guy that, uh, we talk about hard workers, man. Yeah. That dude. Uh, yeah, you're funny. funny. No, you're funny. So, uh, and, you know, since you're watching this, Diego, uh, I, I, this just hit me to, to say this. I don't know if you've read that book. I don't know if you came in before that book. Uh, tell me the name of it again. Uh, Leading for God's Sake. Leading for God's Sake. And he's going to put a link down in the bio for Diego. But I'm going to challenge you to read that book. Hey, Diego, right. text me. I'll send it to you. Boom. Uh, don't worry about there it. I it is, got man. it. There it is, man. Hey, that right there is a great example of what we were, uh, to kind of conclude this all up what we just talked about. You doing that, because I know you're going to send it to me. I, yeah. I know who you are now as a person. That is providing value to Diego and with zero expectation. You have no, Diego's not gonna pay you back. You wouldn't even take the money for it That's back. That's my buddy. Uh, if, he, if Diego never even told you thank you, I know in your heart you'd still be like, that's fine. I didn't do it for a thank you. I did it because I know yep. Diego wants it. So, yep. uh, so that's awesome, man. What a, what a way to wrap it up. So, again, uh, thanks for everybody for watching this. Uh, we'll have a lot of links down in the uh, comment section as, as we go through the week. If you have a question for Justin, uh, he'll have his email in the comments if you want to take this offline, which is awesome. That's what this is for. But also, if you think there is a good question for Justin uh, that the community would, uh, could have feedback on or regain from, put that down in the comment section. Appreciate you watching, and uh, we'll see who the next one is. Have a great day, guys. See you.